You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Good evening, welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm John, I'm your host for tonight, and we're joined by, I don't know, we call you a special guest now, Chris. Again. I, I mean, this is, this is my second appearance of the podcast of the season, so I, I think I'm doing a special guest star these days. Aye, I don't even get the cool uh, title that Craig got when he left and the director of podcasting. I'm just like, oh, what about these days? Aye, what could they give you in terms of title? I don't know. Maybe folk can tweet us and let us know. Um, first of all, apologies for last week to the listeners. We, we did have a, a podcast recorded, however, Skype seem to fail to record it properly or there was recording problems whatever so hopefully this one works if it is obviously you'll know because you're listening to it um, <laughs> we'll see what happens uh, more apologies charity bet uh, we'd, get, we'd actually got a winner last week with Shane Sutherland scoring first went with him again for this weekend only for their game to be postponed, and it was too late for us to notice and uh, change a bit. So, no luck there. And then as for the treble, oh dear, <laughs> horrendous. Uh, John and me had mentioned last week when we did do the, the recording, uh, I will put Rangers in it, because we weren't putting Aberdeen in much as we both thought Aberdeen would beat party at Thistle. We thought, no, we're all jinxing Aberdeen, but we're happy to jinx Rangers. And uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> Why she jinx it? Jinx it anyway. They drew one all. We had Queen of the South Morton, both teams to score. Oh dear, Queen of the South won three 0 and we had Falkirk and Fairland, both teams to score. And yep, Falkirk won two 0 So absolutely atrocious. So no pressure, Chris. Not at all. Well, I think I've probably still contributed a, a sizable portion to the the charity bit. Um. Aye. I, I, was, I was looking at the spreadsheet there. It doesn't have the, the one for uh, Sutherland a couple of weeks ago. But before that, it was £135, 50 quid, which was me winning the predictor at the start in, in the Euro 2016. There's another tenor in there for AB Arab Forever, who donated a £10 pound, uh, for his monthly price for the predictor that's running at the moment as well. So yeah, 60, sure. 60 quid in there has come from prizes that have been donated. <laughs> I think we're at 167 pound now. So oh, so the charity bet portion of it has got over 100 quid now. So I we need to get a lot together. We need to. We need a couple of the sort of the doubles that we had uh, last season. So yes, I, 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 maybe I, maybe I just need to go on holiday again. Does it, does it work if I'm not on the podcast? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Uh, so I will see what we can come up with later. I was having a week when I. Look before we came on the air, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's going to be tricky because it's a Scottish Cup weekend. It's touching that well. Aye, there's no much league action, so it depends what we touch. Uh, just briefly, we never got a chance, obviously, to kind of talk about the transfer window because last week failed. Uh, in terms of Celtic, happy. Oh. I don't know. Are you happy with what happened? What was it? What was conducted? I don't know. I just I would have liked to have maybe like ideally, I would have liked to have got Chief G out the door and maybe another striker in that we were actually going to use. Now, I said that, and then Chiefty turned up the bench at the weekender, so 
Maybe, maybe the manager's going to give him another chance. I don't know. I think we'll need to wait and see how it goes. But um, just no, numbers, I think it was maybe. Maybe I think the, the the crucial aspect happened earlier in the, the transfer window for us when we got a boo in. Now, if he turns out to be great, then that's a, probably the position we needed to strengthen the most. Was that kind of right in the centre of midfield? Um, but I mean, everything else. Bayat has been pretty well since he came back, so that's kind of made us another option in the, the defence. Um, we've managed to get by a couple of games without Dembele and. Uh, Griffiths up front so I don't know I think it would have been nice to strengthen in January for the next European campaign in the summer but I mean some of our most influential players in the, the, the Champions League this season well like Sinclair and Dembele and um, even Zimbabwe's uh, eventually and, and Toure obviously as well he, they all helped us get there and they all came in in the summer Yeah I suppose I think as well for Celtic a bit like uh, Aberdeen that was keeping hold of players because obviously yeah. Craig Gordon and Dembele were both linked when he was away uh, yeah, managed I, to keep them so um, I'm still not entirely sure how much of the the hype around Dembele I believe whether he was actually subject to an offer but I find it very hard to believe we could turn down an offer that big yeah I, I think if uh, they were offered anything near but honestly there was talk at one point West Ham offering 30 million Celtic would snap that up surely because um, all it needs is an injury or something like that loss of form and they might end up only going for, I don't know, about a third of that. So, ah well, certainly uh, it doesn't seem to have uh, lost any form recently. So, no. Um, I mean that that was that was good because we, we did go down to London on transfer deadline day, but we went down to have some done with his knee. I think they were training fluids or something from it. But I mean that in itself had me a bit concerned because at the time Griffiths was Griffiths, Griffiths is still out. Uh, so if, if that had turned out to be anything serious, I'd have been really worried. But. I, I think I think maybe it was one of the most magic sponges ever <laughs> in terms of whatever Tim Bailey he got after this hat trick at the weekend uh, but I, Aberdeen the big thing was keeping hold of Johnny Hayes and Niall McGinn because uh, at times we could have, was fearful that maybe they would be able to kept hold of them and then obviously Ryan Christie came in which what do you make him? It's, I'm curious it's hard to say I mean, he's, he's been on the bench so far but yeah. I know he scored the weekend there, but um, and he only got about ten minutes in midweek. Was it midweek? No, previous weekend. I, pretty much a like for like swap for Madison, who's obviously not come back. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to find it difficult to get in the team just now because out with the Celtic game, Aberdeen have been a good form, unchanged team. Mm-hmm. So, but in a way, it's a good thing. It means he's he's got to try and impress anyway because he's got his parent club to try and impress. Plus, he obviously wants to play football games, so yeah. it's another option that. Uh, for us in a squad now that's kind of quite thin with a few players going because Cammy Smith came back but then he's going away to St Mirren Wes Burns get, went back to Bristol City Madison went back stories away at St Mirren as well so our squad's probably back to being a bit like what it was last season um, however maybe that works better for Aberdeen where there's not, maybe not too many options and it'll give the likes of um, Story a bit more of a chance so aye good for Decent window for Aberdeen. Hart for probably the big players. Yeah. Well, they definitely yeah. were the big players. I didn't, I didn't realise the Egon Calvez guy was the same guy that played at St. Martin a few years ago. Aye, yeah. That's uh, interesting, because obviously he featured in the, the League Cup final where they beat Hearts. Yep, aye. And he's got off a good the start. the semi-final where they beat us. <laughs> well, he's certainly got off a good start. Aye, definitely. Um, probably could have had at least a hat trick against Motherwell. I think I counted about six good chances that he had. Uh, 
Uh, it was a, I went sort of a bit one way. I know, I know. Well, I wouldn't do it to ten men, but what did you think of that? Actually, uh, the sending off from the queue. I thought it was probably right, to be honest. I think it is right. I don't think there wasn't about the most dreadful tackle you've seen, but I as soon as you're going to the studs, you know there's a risk that you're going to get sent off. Uh, and they should have learned from the previous week when obviously Scott McDonald Aye. getting sent off. Exactly. Uh, so and that was McGee trying to complain about it. Did I see? I moaned about some, but I, I think it was. I remember moaning about Scott McDonald one. I wouldn't be surprised if you moaned about McHugh one. Um, oh, I, I, no, think, I, I, I can McHugh understand. I can kind of understand where he comes from, though, because when some of those challenges when McGee was playing were fine. Um, I, 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 I think, knows he knows the rules now. It's not as if it's a recent change, is that, is it? No. Definitely not. Um, but I dare. I was going to say they're struggling, but they're still in the top six. Ah, uh, well, that's just tight at the bottom there. Once you get into the, once you get below St. Johnson and fifth, it's going to. Aye, we don't want to relegation battle, really. Exactly, aye. So, uh, by hearts as well. What they signed a couple of great guys who, by all accounts, seem to be quite good. The boy, I think sports scene focusing the boys at Celius. Don't know if that's how you pronounce it quite right, but in terms of being like a forward-thinking type of midfielder. Looked pretty decent. They dropped Penny Kitchen, which was a bit of a surprise to maybe those out with Hearts. I've seen much of Penny Kitchen, to be honest. Yeah, he's going to seem to think he, he's pretty good. Plus, he's a captain as well. Well, he was a captain. Um, after Osterk. Oh. Yeah. Stopping captain. So, I uh, maybe, well, a couple of de- very good results for Hearts. I think, I think they needed a bit of good uh, fortune after the unlucky injury that Suter got at Celtic Park as well. He, uh, I think his operation was in a success. I think I read that this morning. So that's, that's obviously good news, but months. So yeah, I mean, when you, aye, absolutely. When you look at a team that featured at the weekend, there's probably, I don't know, at least maybe six new players. It's, aye, the reason why the team has changed the most, which is it's good going, given the amount of players that come on that seem to go through. Actually, seven new players. So you've got the, basically the whole back four were all signed during the window. Uh, and then the midfield, two, Avalontis and Martin, and then Gonsalves as well. So I. But it's working for them so far after the, the Hammers Rangers, obviously, last midweek. That was a, indeed a, a bit of a hammering. Um, it could have been more. I think it's probably the, the, the worrying aspect for Rangers. Um, and it was certainly the, the fourth goal was a, a flap. But, but um, no, Hearts looked well good for their, uh, their victory in that game. Which uh, surprised me given they weren't that great against us just a few days earlier. Now, I know like, just everybody seems to lose the Celtic now. But um, as, uh, they, they didn't look anywhere near the team that put uh, Celtic played at the start of the season um, at Tynecastle. And may- maybe that's a factor of it because we know Hearts don't travel well. Um, so once they were back at Tynecastle, they obviously, well, I say they don't travel well, but obviously they went for a park at the weekend. But um, before that, their away record's been pretty bad compared to their home record. So Aye. that might have made a difference. But I don't know, they, they, they seem to just up a few gears when they, they, they played against Rangers. So. Yep. It's a conspiracy theory. Uh, oh, there is a game, aye. Uh, no, uh, after the last two games, that's them the second highest top scorers in the league. Yeah, I've banged in a few. Is that that's seven through the week? Aye, aye. 
So it's maybe just a, a case of Castro getting players in that are, I don't know, that know how he wants to play. Could be. The type of players that he wants, but that's him only six points behind Rangers now as well. And Aberdeen, I should mention, but Aberdeen have got a game in hand. Yeah. I like the three quarters of Johnson as well. So I know fourth place isn't technically a European spot, but it depends what happens in the Scottish Cup. And who ends up in the final, so it could be an important position. But yeah, I think Hearts will, will have Aberdeen and Rangers in their sights. But a bit to make up, I think the, the wee sticky spell since Catherine's taken over has been a bit of a blow for them, but we'll see what the next set of results can happen. Aye, absolutely. Uh, in terms of Rangers, they signed Hyman on loan and Toral. Obviously, two days signed Hyman, looks a player, good player. Uh, Toral. Kind of looks decent enough as well, but they struggled again against Ross County. Third draw, third time they face each other, third draw of the season. They've never it's actually beaten Ross County in the league. Because obviously, Aye. when Rangers fell out of the league uh, in 2012, that's the season that Ross County came up. So, And that was their first time in the top flight. Doesn't matter what and, story you follow. Yeah, and probably if you looked at the first half as well, from the highlights anyway. Shelk could have had a hat trick. Aye, Ross County could have been. We should, we should say they were probably hard done by though because the one they did get it was offside in the build up it was tight but it was probably just slightly offside um, and I, I, again you're talking about the Rangers Hearts game and forging them uh, messing up it, it basically almost gifted Schalke a goal as well Schalke should have buried that one yeah I think if, well, if, if he had buried that I think they were going to win the game if Spots and Maybes I'll leave to Mark Robert on his press conferences yeah, uh, the, the other thing I did notice about Ross County, a player that came in during the transfer window, uh, Jim O'Brien, it's Motherwell. Again, he came up with an assist, and in his debut, I think he scored and came up with an assist as well. So he's making a quick impact there as well. Nice, yeah, he's a decent signing for him so far. Uh, so I talked to him, Motherwell Hearts. I suppose we should talk about the uh, come back to Aberdeen, but St Johnson Celtic yesterday. Uh, I was looking at one point as if I might get a bit of a shock, but no. <laughs> Basically, no. No, I think, well, we'll go back to the start. We Celtic started well, um, and then I think St. Johnson seemed to come into the game quite well, uh, given as good as he got. Obviously got a bit of luck with the second goal. Uh, yeah, I put it in his own net, but whether, yeah. whether it was going to end up going in with um, Wellerson behind him, I don't know. Um, the, even the first goal, well... I've seen a few people suggesting there's a bit of climbing in Beaton, but I thought Beaton was just about a week, to be honest. Um, but So, that, like that, we gave him the 2-1 lead at half-time. Um, but, as happened against Mullable a few uh, in December there, when we were 2-0 down at half-time, Celtic came out fired up in the second half, and were all over St. Johnson for much of the game, uh, much of the second half. Now, we should say, there was one chance that St. Johnson had where there had been a penalty claim, um, where Swanson went in under a challenge from Brown. I'm not entirely convinced it was a penalty. I know I know why you would claim for it. I know I would be claiming for it if it was my team. But I think the only possible contact is a brush of knees between the two of them. And I don't think that's enough to make any kind of um, foul the way Swanson went down. So I, um, I can see why it wasn't given. I can see why you want it, but I can see why it wasn't given as well. Yeah, but then there's the one that Celtic did get. The one that Celtic got is a shocker. Um, hands up with that one. Um, I will give him the benefit of the doubt here and that it did actually hit an arm <laughs> and that's as good as I can make it because all that actually happened is it hit his hip bounced up hit him in the elbow and went out and he gave a penalty for it it was a shocking decision I mean, there's, there's no doubt about that um, 
Is it the game changer I've seen people mention this in the last sort of, 24 hours or so? I don't think so. I think Celtic would have got the goals anyway. Um, they were just, oh, Wilson Johnson, it was a matter of when, not if. Um, so the penalty obviously helped getting level. Uh, but I think even after it went to each, St Johnson seemed to kind of gather their thoughts and they calmed down a bit. If, they got, if we'd got another one straight away, I think maybe we would have looked as if we'd knocked them off their stride. But St. John- there was enough time between the second goal and the third goal for Celtic to say that St Johnson had calmed down and they got himself back in the game again. And then just Dembele was in fire. I think he was yeah. on the park a minute uh, when the penalty happened. So obviously he took that. Uh, he got the third goal. The fourth goal was a break up a park, which uh, Roberts played in uh, Sinclair and he fired it in there. And then the fifth goal is just goal of the season for me. Uh, I'll be I'll be hard pushed to find one any better than that. There's something like 24 passes. Every Aye. member of the team is involved at some point. There's the Rabona for Lustig, the back heel from Callum McGregor and a first time finish from Dembele to finish it off. What more can you want from a game of football? Yeah. Uh, the, the thing that did... St Johnson did show a bit like Motherwell earlier in the season when Motherwell can have decent, were decent against Celtic getting crosses into the box yes. Celtic's defence is pretty vulnerable yeah but uh, that seems to have been our, one of our sticking points this season is the crosses into the box but not many people have been able to exploit it you're right Motherwell no, um, not. and, and uh, St Johnson especially St Johnson seem to be the ones that have uh, done quite well against us but they're just they're, we were quite frail with crosses under Ronnie Dyla as well, so that's maybe one area that we need to work on a bit under Brendan Rodgers. But, like I say, there's not many teams that have been able to take advantage of it. And even when they have, we've gone on to score bucket road of goals. Because, like, yeah. like, Motherwell, we scored four. St. Johnson there, we've just scored five. We scored four against St. Johnson the last time we were at McDermott Park. Uh, it's, it's, we seem to struggle more at home. Yeah. Um, and I suppose one team that could have taken advantage of it and you would expect to be able to take advantage of is Aberdeen where they can have wide players we've obviously yeah. got with McGinn in the Hayes but couldn't create very many chances last midweek Celtic never had many chances either I think we had one shot uh, and goal uh, one shot and target anyway and that was a goal so it was a, um, it was a tight game yeah. and again by two midweeks in a row you get the, the winning goal so I think it was um I'm going to have to say it, but Ash Taylor's probably my favourite Aberdeen defender because there never seems to go a game, a game goes by he plays against us, but he doesn't give us a goal at some point. Aye, it's certainly an area that Aberdeen would like to strengthen. Um, O'Connor's obviously not playing anymore. O'Connor looked pretty solid down this season, but um, he's gone back to try and test him McInnes in terms of the team basically they played last season for most of it, and it's working. It's been working. For the most part. Uh, what's that? For the most part, I mean, like... aye. I mean, table one, what is it, seven, six at the last seven six or something? Seven. Yep. And the, yep. the one you lost was at Celtic Park, so it's, it's disappointing, but it's not really unexpected. No, definitely not. So, I, the other thing as well, the, the tactics worked, because obviously things weren't working. Yeah, um, I think that was the, the crucial thing on Saturday against, against Partick Thistle, was, was nil-nil and they didn't seem to be going anywhere until the substitutions were made. Aye, he was brave, he went for it, uh, which... Did somebody aye. in sports scene last night compare him with Jimmy Calderwood for that? Aye, I tried to, aye. <laughs> Nothing like Jimmy Calderwood. I, I, I know that we're uh, getting that, because I remember Jimmy aye, Calderwood basically throwing everything at the window and just going, four up front, five up front. Aye, that's because he, that, did you not know he coached in Holland? You never heard that? No, did he? I'd, I'd never known. Aye. Uh, but aye, the good thing is, Stockley came off the bench, he scored, and obviously as well, he set up the goal for uh, Christie. Uh, we weren't sure after, maybe during the 
the window where their story had stepped ahead of Stockley and maybe the, the pecking order um, when the story came on last week. But I another win, another clean sheet, and Leapfrog Rangers game in hand. So I all good just now. And as I say, I Christy scoring that gives him a, a chance to instantly maybe gain some popularity. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's, he's starting from a low base on that one. <laughs> Aye. It's an interesting one, I suppose, from, from both points of view. The weather, he will feature in the plans at Celtic after the summer. I, I'm not, it I, I can't say I'm that convinced. I've never been that convinced by uh, Ryan Christie. Now, I think it's maybe bad luck because any time I saw him play for Inverness, he wasn't that great. Um, that's not to say I've watched every Inverness game. Um, but... Unfortunately, I've watched more Celtic games than anything else, so if he plays in a Celtic game and doesn't play that great, I start to be a bit concerned. Yeah. Um, There's certain players come in and take their chances when they get them. Like Liam Henderson, for instance, he's come in, he had a couple of pieces off the bench recent weeks where he looked pretty good. So he did have to start. You needed my notes. There you go. I'm just psychic, I know what you're going to do. Aye. Uh, Yeah, I mean, he's come in, he earned the start there against St. Johnson, obviously he got an opening goal. Uh, he seemed to play pretty well uh, he, he kind of did the reverse he, he played the hour and then went off as opposed to coming on for the last half hour but um, no I think Henderson's the kind of guy that takes his chance when he gets it Ryan Christie on the other hand never seems to quite take that chance now he did score at McDermott Park um, back in August so that's probably the, the one thing I could highlight that he's done for us this season but it'd be, it'd be unfair to say he hasn't done that much else because he hasn't played that much yeah so and it's, it's going to be difficult as well. I mean, there at the weekend, you're talking about Henderson. Armstrong wasn't even involved, or Rodic. And there are two players as well that play in that area that Christy wants to play in. So, the whole thing is, I can't see, even if Christy does well at Aberdeen, that Celtic would sell him to us. I don't know, maybe he would. But I don't think, I think Celtic would still want a bit of money for him. You would think so. But um, it seems a bit odd to sell to somebody else in your league as well. You're basically asking them to come back and haunt you now. I suppose you'd need to sell him something. Aye. Aye. I thought he was someone that could take his chance this season. I thought he would maybe get a chance, but I, I suppose the, the former Armstrong's definitely kept him out. It's not It's oh. not even the former Armstrong. I mean, I mean he could have taken he could have taken up the mantle when uh, Tom Rodgick dropped it injured. But it's been more a case of Cal McGregor doing that. Yeah. And then literally that, Liam Henderson as well. So they're the two that seem to be favoured. So but it's weird that Christie is in the pecking order at the moment. Obviously, he's nowhere in the pecking order if he's in going to Aberdeen, but uh, he's going to find it really hard to fit in when he comes back, I think, because I don't see his even, any of those players. So, I mean, Roderick will be here for a while, I would imagine. McGregor or Henderson are certainly keen to stay at Celtic. Uh, Armstrong, talk of him being a future captain, taking over for Scott Brown eventually. We've just brought in a buoy. Um What happens to Beaton, I don't know. Sinclair. Sinclair. Forrest. Once you get wide, you've got Sinclair, you've got you know, Forrest, you've got... Well, Roberts will be away by the time uh, Christie's loan deal's finished, but um, you can imagine that might be an area we want to strengthen the team. Maybe that's where Christie fancies his chances out in the wing. I don't know if he's quick enough to... No, I don't think so. so. (laughs) He's not the quickest at all. Uh, The other thing... Other games, I Kamarik and Hamilton drew one all. Probably didn't do much for either team. Uh, That one, however, the other game, Dundee and Inverness... I would say Inverness came out of that quite well. Because at one point it was looking pretty dire when they were 2-0 down. 
Aye, um, it was interesting because obviously they've just signed up Billy McKay, which is probably a good bit of business because that's where McKay done his, uh, his best, as far as I remember. Um, but he, he missed a penalty in the game. He scored one and then missed one later on. So it's that same place. Yeah, I think that was the problem. He did put it in exactly the same place and they keep on using exactly what he was doing it. Because even the first one only just sneaked in. But um, no, I mean, if, he, if he'd get both the penalties, he could have won that game 3 2. And maybe they'd be even tighter in the, towards the bottom of the table than they are now. But you can imagine that might be. The, even a 2 each draw there is a. It might be a turning point for Inverness this season. So it'll be interesting to see what they do in their next league game. It'll also be interesting to see what they do in their next game, because that's the Scottish Cup um, at Celtic Park. And Inverness have a pretty decent record against Celtic in the Scottish Cup. Aye, they do, aye. Yeah, yeah we, all know the he- we all know the headlines. We all know the headlines, yeah. Um, aye. I think that's their only win at Celtic Park. That might be the only thing that sticks for them. Uh, but obviously, uh, they've beaten us at Inverness at least once, possibly twice, if that's right or not. They've certainly beaten us at Hamden in the most recent cup game, game between the two of us. So, now, I know there was obviously um, issues with the referee in that game as well. Uh, but, ultimately, Celtic were still 1-0 up. Took a really bad corner. Everest broke it apart. It was down to 10 men. <laughs> so, I think, as long, as much, I, start, I, I keep saying this about that game, as much as the referee really did cost us making it 2-0, we then cost ourselves at 1-0. We should still have went on and won that game. So, well, it'll be interesting Aye. to see what happens in Inverness. Uh, um, obviously, there is the other small matter of the fact that Inverness are the only team in Scotland so far that have managed to take anything off Celtic, which yes. still still makes me laugh, given their bottom of the league. But yep. everybody else has lost in every single game, including Inverness at Celtic Park the last time they played them. Aye. I noticed that the weekend as well, they went two up front with Mackay and Anya, so maybe that might help them out. Plus, uh, McCart on loan from Celtic so I went three at the back as well mm-hmm. so I don't you can change information I'd be surprised but if McCart gets to play against us in the cup but I wouldn't think so does he Chris McCart's son I don't know don't know I'm not entirely sure of that one it's just it's not a name you'd really see him often so I was wondering whether he might be so uh, they're at the D they've got another it's motherwell player yes, Ojama they were taught Talking in sports the other night about how, or last night, aye, last night, about how he might make a difference, but he's not like a goal scorer. No, he, he, he got on the score sheet for Motherwell, but it was it was never that frequent for what I remember. So, but I Inverness by them kind of drawing instead of them being five points behind them, only three points behind that one. So yeah, and then there's just those beams above them after that. Because you're right, Inverness are three points behind Hamilton, but then Hamilton are three points behind Mullable, who are sixth. <laughs> aye, aye, exactly. So Inverness are only six points off top, up top six. Yeah, I mean, the, the bottom <laughs> seven in this league is just, it's you keep waiting on it spreading out and it never does. It's like if Inverness can get their act together, they're going to close that gap even further, because that's the that's where the big gap is. Aye, a couple of th- points between Dundee and Hamilton, three between Hamilton and Inverness, and then there's like a point between sixth and tenth. Amazing to see. Now, I've, I, I, Motherwell, Kilmarnock and Dundee have all got games in hand, which could spread it out a bit more, but then Motherwell's game is uh, up at Aberdeen, so you would expect Aberdeen to go on and win that, you would hope. Yeah. You, you would obviously hope. Oh, definitely. I'd be quite happy uh, if you drop points. <laughs> oh. the, I, uh, who knows who will go down? I, I don't know. Before, before last 
Monday, they probably said aye, Inverness, but it's hard, because Hamilton, aye, they're down there, but Hamilton can grind out at least draws, you know that way, so they're picking up the odd point here and there. Yeah. Dundee could be on to danger. Could be. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think Motherwell will be alright. I think Ross County will be alright, because both of them have got folk that score goals. Aye, I... I, I... Like you say, it's hard to tell, but yeah, I mean, you'd imagine they are. But I, we'll see what happens. It's going to make for an interesting end of the season, anyway, at the end of the table. I think the other end. Yeah, that's going to be interesting, but I mean, in about 10 games' time, somebody's going to be sitting six, glad to be out of that, but it looks of it. Aye. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> almost, almost harshly, because it might be the same number of points as seventh. Um, but that's the way that's it works. Only so way I've been safe, aye. Points and goal difference. That's the way it works. So. Yep. But then everything below that will be a fight in either the relegation or they'll be fighting for the playoff so it could be really exciting on the other hand at the other end of the league we really need Hearts or St Johnson to catch up with Aberdeen Rangers to make that interesting because second and third oh no what's that second and third yeah because second and third are both European places so as much as it's interesting to see who finishes second and who finishes third to make it even more interesting you kind of want Hearts or St Johnson to catch up oh we don't want second to be interesting no no you're not right (laughs) Second can be boring. As long as you keep uh, taking points off each other, that's fine. I'd quite like to get the title wrapped up as quickly as possible. It's wrapped up on Eddie, no doubt about it. Uh, the interesting thing could be, uh, in terms of playoff, whether it could end up being a Dundee derby, and that would be good. Oh, I can imagine after what happened last time, because it was Dundee get relegated, Dundee United in the first place. So, aye, that could be decent. Aye, definitely. One way, way for that, yeah, but yeah, possibly. Oh, definitely, aye. Uh, so I that that covers the league. We've actually talked about all the games. So Scottish Cup, yeah, a few tasty ties. Edinburgh Derby stands out. Yeah, Edinburgh Derby. You mentioned the easy standards earlier. Yeah. Aberdeen Ross County. Well, I should say Ross County Aberdeen. Aye, there's a few tasty ties there. Uh, it's, it's interesting how many all Premiership ties are in there, though, isn't it? Because certainly Inverness is an all Premiership. Ross County Aberdeen's all Premiership. St Johnston Park and yep. all Premiership. So that's three. Um, Hearts and Hibs is a big game itself, even though they're not in the same division at the moment. Um, I mean, Aye. E- even Dunfermline and Hamilton's kind of tight because, again, you were talking about Dundee Derby being a potential for the, the playoff. Dunfermline and Hamilton's maybe not an impossibility. Now, I know Dunfermline are a bit outside the, the playoff at the moment, but I think they're still in with a chance. I don't I don't see it. I think if anybody's, if anybody's likely to be the shock team in the playoff, it's likely to be Morton. Which they themselves have a big game because yeah they've got uh, they're they're at Ibrox because they are yeah you always have again a Scottish Cup game at Ibrox apparently uh, oh you're guaranteed there's going to be two lower league teams in the quarterfinals yeah yeah Air United Clyde is is one and then East Fife and East Fife St Mirren yeah and so. East Fife are are red are eleven games unbeaten I think that's that's possibly the the, the chance for the shock in this round I think because St Mirren although the showing signs of getting their act together they still haven't quite managed it consistently yet so there's a potential for a slip up there now there's also potential for St Martin to ease their way into the next round um, but other than that Air United Clyde Air United are struggling in the first no, the first division the championship Clyde one of the yeah. top teams in League 2 maybe I don't again I don't really see it though I think you could put, uh, potentially, on, potentially on Sunday you've got the two away teams I'd be surprised. If Mort- I'd be surprised if Morton beat Rangers. Or even get a draw. Would there. you? I know, I, Morton are doing well, but I, I, I know Rangers are, are struggling a bit. But I don't think they're struggling that much. 
They've won in Glasgow in a cup recently. Well, aye, but I don't know. No, I think it's it's been a good season for Morton in the Cups, but I think they'll struggle at Ibrox. Technically, the big shock could be Habs beating Hearts, but I think Habs dropped points at the weekend there, so a wee bit sticky. Hearts are just starting to find a bit of form now, so Hearts will fancy their chances in that game. That's I'm like I've, well, I was, it's the second most exciting thing that's going to happen this weekend because I'm actually getting to go to the Celtic Inverness game this weekend. Oh, are you going? Yeah, it's, my, it's going to be my first Celtic game this season, so guaranteed if it all goes pear shaped, it'll be my fault. Aye. Um, but like, the, after that, I'm I'm dying to see what happens this Hearts Abs game. It's I, I I used to get bored watching the Edinburgh derbies because they were never exciting. I liked the, it was getting to the point I liked the Dundee derbies better, but in this case, I think. Hibs are coming in with a bit of form, okay they do it the weekend there, but still, they're still top of the, the championship and looking good, and obviously Hearts, uh, I've just found a bit of form now, so it's just probably at the right time, and who knows, it's, it's, it's going to be the, well, unless it's a draw, it'll be the only Edinburgh derby of the season. Hi. Yep. Uh, predictions for, well, there's really many predictions made for league fixtures, that's at the weekend. No, I think there's like Dundee Kamala up playing in the league. What that is it. Why is that in there? What? Is that rearranged for somewhere else? It's maybe just because they don't have a game. I don't know. I'm trying to think if it could be rearranged. I don't know. Well, they, they weren't the teams that didn't play in midweek, were they? Or they might have been. In fact, aye, that's as well. Uh, do you want to make a prediction there, for that game or no? There was only five fixtures in midweek and Dundee and Kilmarnock was missing one so they moved their game from midweek to the weekend because they were both at the cup Fair enough um, Do you want to start for it? Yeah, let's have a start That's just a bit no, actually, Two starts actually uh, Now, I think it was Kilmarnock are seven away games without a victory Mm-hmm and there's been over two and a half goals scored in five of the five of the last six Dundee games. So I was thinking potentially it could be a both teams to score. Aye, possibly. It doesn't sound like it's going to be a winner, but <laughs> I think both teams to score is a possibility. Based on the aye, plus as well, I don't want either defences that no. up too much. No, I think it's, there's a good chance it's about both teams to score. So it could be a possible shout. But what else is in the league? Fuck it, Dundee United. Yeah, that could be. Could that, I don't know. That could. Be... That, that could actually be. In. I would. I would expect. I would almost expect Fuck it to win because they're a bit more formed than Dundee United. Because it's very shaky recently. There, there's a statement. Uh, when you're trapped into a charity bet, that could be anything. That that does that just means avoid it then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with that game. The the one that. Potentially, it's no great odds. It was in League One, Livingston at home to Stranraer. However, Livingston have kind of missed form recently, plus Stranraer had a kind of one at the weekend with a new manager. But Clovey after two to five, when you look at other games in League One, they're all that that league's pretty tight from top to bottom. There's less points between uh, top of League One and bottom of League One than there is between Celtic and Aberdeen. <laughs> that's, that's the same one shit enough <laughs> I think it was 20 I think it was 22 points I seen earlier Livingston 46 and Renault 24 something like that so aye it's, aye it doesn't even sound like a good Mental. division this is like the league 2 last season when it was just aye. tight at the top every week 
till later end. Uh, one thing that could be relatively attractive as well, because I don't want to get as good odds on him for maybe the rest of the season, was four for at home. Or like even money against Elgin. Mm. Elgin a third. So, Possible. just in terms of it's been decent value, however it's... Aye. So, bye, I don't know whether we're saying we could include the cup matches in the, the bet, but no, or whether it's just for the league ones. Um, oh, I don't like betting the cup we should, be, we should maybe just, <laughs> aye, should maybe just stick to, stick to league. Um, we've went against Edinburgh City a few times. Uh, aye, um, they're a weight and athletic. Yeah. What about Arbroath at Montrose? Aye, that could be a shout because in terms of our Barolta away record, they've only lost one away, away from home. Montrose are mid-table, but... And, aye, that could be a shout. Greg's favourite team. Yep. Old, old listeners will know what we mean there. <laughs> uh, our Barolta are 13-10 in that game. Oh, that's a... um, yeah, we should take four for at evens. At home. Uh, Aye. Aye, I think I'll both four for and maybe both teams just go on Dundee Kelly. Right. So it's not a bet. Now, I'm not going to have odds in terms of for the treble because at the moment the Premiership matches still get priced up. So we'll tweet them at some point once we have the odds for that one. And we need to think of a first goal scorer. What about Liam Buchanan? Sounds good to me. Don't have any better options. <laughs> and again, we'll come up with the odds for that once we have it from the bookie. And I believe that might be the podcast concluded. We were expecting this to be a long one, but it's actually just been about 45 minutes. Well, we've just under. That's longer than some of the podcasts we've needed. We've kind of blitzed through it, which has been pretty good. So we covered so, a lot. Never, Aye, we, we, we didn't speak too much about the lower leagues but then we've no real be doing that this season see what happens, no, see what happens when I leave <laughs> I know I quite enjoyed the lower league chat I but I was I was uh, outnumbered in terms of what to kind of what we were chatting about so just, just kind of get the staff these days I know I know uh, overruled so I cheers for coming back on Chris oh it's been good to be back on I know I said this last time but I'm hoping I might get on a bit more often Hey, we know how your life goes. Yes, exactly. Uh, I, so I, uh, I'll talk to you at some point and enjoy the game on Saturday. I'll do my best. It might well depend on being a jinx or not. Aye. <laughs> Hopefully you'll lose, but enjoy it anyway. I mean, enjoy it. Oh, you know definitely won't if we do that. Aye, both our teams featuring against Highland teams. I think, we've, I think you've got a trickier one. Why? Dingwall's a I difficult try. place to go. It does, However, but... I still see you getting... Aye. Hopefully. I'm going to run for him, what you said, Albert. Aye. Right, cheers, Chris. Right, cheers. Cheers. Right.